Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. I'm Tristan Taramino, and you're listening to Queering the Air on 3CR. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Queering the Air. You're on 3CR Community Radio. Up first is a song, Ice Ice Princess by Azalea Banks. And just a language warning for this song. Sexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. Hello listeners, this is Queering the Air and you are just enjoying this radio show on a sunny Sunday afternoon. Uh, That was I Am Me by Willow, um, Willow Smith. And yeah, we've got a great show planned for you today. Um, I'm going to be doing a little segment on the Trans Day of Visibility, which was on Friday. And also, um, Amy's got some awesome guests in the studio today, Eric and Idle, and they're going to be all talking together about Voice First. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, so we're going to talk to Idle and Eric here in the studio about Voice First 2016. So this is a really exciting sounding festival. It's happening in Carlton next week. Um, so they're the strengths that come from diversity. Um, so, yeah, I'll hand over to you guys to tell us about the festival and um, what's going to happen. 
So um, Voice Fest is a festival by young people for young people. Um, it's on Friday, April the 8th, and we chose that day because it's the last day of the school holidays. It's on uh, um, the first day of National Youth Week. So it's celebrating young people and the diversity of young people. Um, Eric? Yeah, and um, it's also a day... Um, it's also a day for young people from um, a well from all identities and um, backgrounds to come together to celebrate the diversity in our world as well as to learn from each other about um, um, as well as to learn from each other and embracing our differences. Yep. So not only are we going to be recognizing our similarities, we're also going to be celebrating differences. Instead of um, usually it's like, oh, that's what's different. Um, what's similar? It's what makes us close. But instead, we're saying this is what's different. That's amazing, and that's great. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. So how did the festival? Tell us more about how it came about and. Um, how you guys work so I understand it's the youth led committee yep so um, we're there was so we're employed by drama street as youth mm-hmm. peer leaders so um, we were asked what what do you want to do for this time that you're hired so we came up with the idea of um, uh, we thought there's so much different young people in Carlton Parkville um, from all walks of life and we and more than 50% of the people in Carlton are young people so we thought mm. um, something for them all to bond over because there's so many different programs Eric does um, gender diverse holiday programs there's so much um, like Friday Night Jam and all these Carlton programs um, for different groups but we noticed that there wasn't something that linked all the different groups together so we mm. thought um, a festival would be amazing thing to do and um it's a freezer um funded festival so we have three years to do it so this is our first year great fantastic that's so exciting that you guys came up with that like i didn't actually realize that you guys initiated this festival like it's yeah. your your festival like <laughs> us in our youth committee yeah wow that's really awesome guys yeah, yeah it's very cool very cool so um yeah so tell us a bit more about the diversity of the committee because i know that's a big part of the um the festival so um, so the um, the festival is um, being put together by um, the youth committee, um, where we um, where so we sort of like put out a some flyers to encourage people to um, become a part of our youth committee and to um, shape where they would like to see Voice Fest um, goes. Um, we have young people from 16 to 16 to 25 years old so we we got over 16 year olds because even though under 16 year olds have amazing ideas they're not as able to commit Mm -hmm. so um we we have plenty of people some come every single week some come when they can come but um we always have someone there on a friday afternoon originally it was mondays but we had to um check our availabilities and change it up a bit um there's there's so many different young people in our in our committee. There's we we kind of like um we told all the different um, groups that we know. So we have a lot of people from the local high school and unis, um, young people that went to drama street programs, Omnis Youth, um, international students. There's a lot of international students, which is really great because yeah um 
we have we hasn't um well it's really great that um we have been able to engage a lot of international students because we know that um um moving um relocating from one country to another can be really hard and mm. so it's a really great um opportunity to for us to also engage international students and to sort of like um and which sort of like to help them with creating connections in a um in a in the community that um they have moved into and to also um if and to sort of like um leading into pathway for support if they ever need to as well mm-hmm. that's fantastic yeah. yeah sounds really amazing so um so how did you go about like talking to people and you know deciding what was important and that kind of thing well we listed we first we listed all the different ways young people can express themselves so we came up with like um sports with um, music crafts uh performance like a million different things we came up with and like within those groups we came up with if all like like sport you'd think oh just soccer and basketball for you yeah. there's a million sports and then there's non-contact sports and then like um like random like skip roping and all these mm. amazing things um there was also uh we talked about our values yeah so um we um we did we we yeah. <laughs> we receive um what the youth committee did have some um fun days where everyone can get to know each other more and to um oh, bonding days yeah yeah mm. and we also had um some event management um training so we upskilled our young people it was amazing we did we went to um we did a bonding day we went to lake dua and we did a bunch of activities so it was like great fun day and then we came back and we talked about what we needed to in order to organize the event and a lot of our young people weren't experienced, obviously, and neither were we. So we um, we had Hala from CNLC, like Kato Neighborhood Learning Center. So it was great because a lot of the people that we had on board were people in the community that, that were willing to um, lend a hand. So we had um, event management training for all the young people in our committee for free, and it was great. Yeah, and... Um the Voice Fest's core values are embracing diversity, um, inclusiveness, respect, community, um, being ethical. So we uh, make sure that um, the process of putting together um, the festival is as ethically as um, well to be as, as ethical as possible in yeah. terms of if we are going to. Well, in terms of like, if we are going to print out shirts, some shirts, yeah, we oh. want to make sure that they are produced ethically. Yeah. If we are having some um, food vendors, yeah, um, we also want to make sure that um, they are eth- ethically sourcing their foods. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was amazing because in our youth committee, like when we talked about shirts, there was so like we we wanted these shirts, and then we the cheapest ones weren't ethically sourced and every single young person in our committee was like absolutely not it's not worth it so we we found like an alternative we changed up our logo and design and everything so that we can um afford shirts that were ethically sourced yeah that's awesome yeah Yeah, um and also we wanted to make sure that um our festival is sustainably is environmentally sustainable um as well as um 
youth empowerment to empower young people in the process of making um putting together the event as well as to uh as well as on the day and um and to be um message well and also we would love young people to have a lot of fun yeah um fun. having fun is really important and it's uh, a requirement <laughs> <laughs> yes um and also um we want to um send a, a strong message to young people that are different in strength and that's part mm. of the reason why we put together voice fest yeah there's a message behind it Mm. It sounds fantastic. What an amazing process that you guys went through to kind of put the day together. I mean, yeah, some um, as I kind of hear it, I just kind of think, oh, wouldn't it be amazing if the world could work at large more like that, you know? Yeah, like, totally. Such democratic kind of well-thought kind of considered processes. Mm. It sounds really amazing. Mm. I'm, I'm really impressed. <laughs> yeah, it sounds really cool. Yeah, you guys also sound like you've worked really hard at this, mm. so, yeah. There's yeah. loads of fun. Yeah, that's really <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. Thank Fantastic. you. Oh, no. So can you tell us a bit more about, um, you know, as we're a queer um, radio program, can you tell us a bit more about why it's important for queer young people? Um, I think um, Voice Fest is, um, well, usually it can be quite hard for young queer people to find a safe space in public, Mm-hmm. Um, especially mainstream um, festivals and programs. At Voice Fest, um, we are a mainstream festival that is um, affirmative um, of queer identities, and so our space are safe for queer young people to be who they are mm-hmm. and to explore themselves as well as to make friends and um, form friendships. Um, we are, and so we. Um, uh, we make we try our best to make sure that um, no one will be discriminated against yeah. um, when coming to our event. And we it was really important for us that our volunteers knew because in our youth committee we um, we discuss um, our value in, within discussing our values. Um, we learned a bit, but we wanted our volunteers who weren't part of the youth committee. Mm. Um, they were only going to be there in the day to have a bit of training. So on our volunteer information session, we had um, Sam Lillard yeah, from White Gender to come mm-hmm. in, and um, and obviously they didn't learn everything there was to learn, but a bit of um, um, a bit of training on inclusive language, which we thought was very important. Mm. Great, yeah. yeah. And um, Voiceless also has a zero tolerance policy. That means. Um, we will not be tolerate of any um, behaviours or attitudes such as sexism, um, homophobia, transphobia, racism, racism, yeah, and so on. And we will definitely take it really seriously yeah. if that happens. Mm. Awesome. Mm. Yeah, fantastic. So, um, so what do you hope that people get out of the day? I mean, it sounds like a really amazing festival, but yeah, what will they come? What do you hope they'll come away with, or what do you hope they'll maybe experience while they're there, or? We were thinking um, when we were talking about all the different ways young people express themselves, even within our youth committee, a lot of people were like, oh, I've never heard about that. Mm -hmm. So we were thinking of um, um, exposing young people to all different 
all the different ways to express yourself. So learning new things, um, meeting new people, and also um, for them to, because it's only our first year, they can dedicate, they can dictate what happens next year and the year after. So what kind of programs they want, what kind of things they want to happen at Voice Fest um, the following year, and they can, when they see how diverse our youth committee is, it, it makes them go, "That could be me." So mm-hmm. we're hoping that we get some more young people as part of our youth committee. Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, so give, just run through us the dates, the times, exactly, like some of the things that people can really expect when they turn up on the day. Um, so our festival is on Friday the 8th, which is in six days' time. Yeah. Or, no, five, five, I don't know, five or six. <laughs> um, and the time is 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. We will be holding our festival at... Um, New Street Reserve in Carlton and yeah so it's going to be a pretty alright time um, <laughs> as our friend Declan from the youth committee would say <laughs> yeah. um, we have a we have a number of really great um, performers and bands who yeah. will be there um, so amazing young performances like we'll have young people performing um we're gonna have bubble soccer and an open mic space so even if you hadn't planned to perform on the day you can um toss out a haiku or something um there'll be crafts um pop-up activities um message mural they're gonna be like um handball victoria is gonna be there so there's gonna be that there's gonna be good cycle so there's gonna be a bike obstacle course which is gonna be pretty funny to watch there's gonna be um Athletics Victoria, and we have um, Crepes, a a non-for-profit organization called Crepes for Change. They're a social enterprise, and all their money goes towards homeless youth. So um, that's the only thing on the whole day that would cost money. Everything else is free so that all young people, yeah, all young people can enjoy it. Yeah, and um, we also have a message mural where everyone can write messages on them, and I think the theme is about... A difference is, oh, difference is strength? Or is it, what's your difference? I think Something it's either, different. well, I think it could be, um, what does different is strength mean to you? Yeah. Or what would you tell your, um, the next generation of young people? Yeah. Mm, cool. Fantastic. So I'm actually going to get you to plug it together just in case anyone just tuned in. You're listening to Queering the Air 3CR and we're speaking with Eric and Ido from the Voice First 2016 committee. Um, so tell us again where it's going to be, the time. Okay. Um, it's Friday the 8th of April at 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Neal Street Reserve, Carlton. Great. And if people want to get in touch with you guys, if they want more information, how would they do that? Well, we have a Facebook group and an event. It's called Voice Fest, um, Difference is Strength. Um, we even have an Insta, so Voice Fest 2K16. Yep. Fantastic. I'm so excited. Yeah, it sounds so cool. <laughs> Definitely going to be dropping by in the afternoon after I finish work. Yeah. Very cool. Yay. All right, well, thank you so exciting. much for coming in and talking with us, and I'm super excited to see how it goes, and um, maybe we can take a bit of pho- a few photos on the day and put them up on the page. And yeah. Thank um, you for having us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Having us. Yeah, our pleasure. pleasure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yay. I do want to go to a track now. Yeah, so we'll cut to another track now. This is um, Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. Tonight, I'm gonna have my 
Hi again, listeners. This is Queering the Air. Sorry about that before. We just had some issues in the studio, but those have been resolved. And um, so this next segment is going to be on the Trans Day of Visibility. So Trans Day of Visibility um, was the the Friday that's just passed. It's um, held... Erica's just corrected me. It was on the Thursday. Sorry about that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's the thirty. It's held on the thirty first of March every year. Um, and yeah. So, what is Trans Day of Visibility? Um, so, in really general terms, um, this is just something I've written. So, again, I'm sort of just writing only from my perspective here. But I kind of understand it to be um, a day that celebrates and affirms the life and work and experiences of trans people. Um, so a little bit of history. Um, it began being celebrated in 2009 when trans US activist Rachel Crandall organised events and publicised them on social media. Um, since then, it's been celebrated in various different cities around the world um, and various different sort of organisations like the Human Rights Commission and stuff like that um, sort of recognise it officially. Um, so Rachel Crandall explained that the only... Other day of activism and recognition for trans people has been the Trans Day of Remembrance, um, which is a day that acknowledges the lives of trans people um, lost to violence. Um, So Trans Day of Visibility offers the opportunity for organising around the lives and experience and resilience of trans people in a different kind of way. Um, So when we're discussing visibility within um, a trans context, there are particular things to maybe keep in mind. Um, Here on Queering the Air, we like to sort of like unpack things a lot, don't we, Amy? (laughs) That's why we're called Queering the Air. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So feeling seen and valid and valued is, I would think, like an important thing for pretty much everybody. Um, but yeah, as I said, visibility is like quite a difficult or fraught concept within a trans concept um, context. Um, there's a lot written on this topic, and it's beyond the scope of this segment to um, really go into a really detailed discussion. Um, but I will provide resources to check out on um, our Thrusia web page and also on our Facebook page. Um, so visibility means different things for different people. Um, sometimes visi- visibility is positive and about affirmation and validation. Um, but it's important to say that um, sometimes um, some trans people are more visible than others and that relates back to things like racism and um, misogyny. Um, for instance, women and um, people of colours, bodies and minds and lives are subject to gendered and racial violence in public and private spaces um, in different kinds of ways and that definitely impacts um, trans people of colour and trans women um, in specific ways and it is really important to acknowledge these things. Um, And um, so, like, there's a weird way in which, like, Um, we can be um, invisible in some ways in terms of like media representation or social representation or the the way that we're represented. Um, Even saying we is a bit complicated because trans people are very diverse, like group within that group of trans, like there's very, like there's a lot of diversity. Um, But yeah, like the representation can be non-existent or it can be really, um, you know, negative um, in that it's like very ignorant kind of representation. Um, But, yeah, in other ways, um, some trans people can be super visible or sometimes it's called being hyper visible. Um, 
And um, that can be in a really um, uncomfortable or dangerous way. And I think that is particularly for trans women, trans people of colour, and also um, non-binary trans people or people who don't necessarily um, sort of identify as male or female and um, especially are read in that way um, by others. Um, Yeah, and, like, it's also, I think, important to acknowledge that being out as trans is sometimes, like, completely impossible. Um, You struggle with not being visible um, for safety reasons and so that you will be accepted by the cis people around you. I think that in terms of, like, housing and employment and and sometimes family, um, these can all be really big issues. Um, So, yeah, visibility, what a complicated kettle of fish. Um, Yeah, so I just wanted to kind of, like, finish this segment... um, with a little bit of a discussion around, um, like, how can you be a good friend and support to the trans people in your life? And, um, again, like, I can only really talk from my own personal experience. Um, and I'm speaking as a white, transmasculine, non-binary person. So, like, again, like, I'm speaking within that and not sort of as a spokesperson for all trans people because um, that would be inaccurate and exhausting. <laughs> um, and impossible. And impossible, <laughs> Yeah. Um, so really, I think a really big thing for me that comes to mind is just like, listen and be affirming and validating. Um, you don't really need to say much when someone wants to debrief with you or confide stuff in you, like just be there and be present. And, um, if the topic is about something negative that someone's experienced, like say, I'm sorry to hear that happened or that really sucks. Like always act like you believe us when you talk, when we're talking about, um, our experiences, um, also just like tell, tell your friends that you care about them. Like tell all your friends that like, we, we all need to hear that like compliments people. Um, I would say another one was like, just be careful asking questions. Um, generally we'll um, volunteer information that we want to give you about our lives, unless you've already kind of talked about it together. And like, you, you know, someone said that they're happy to ask, to answer questions, but sometimes you get tired of questions. Um, and I guess another really big thing um, is like no matter how it feels if a trans person is speaking to a cis person about their experience it's scarier for us to talk about this with you than it is to hear to hear it like there's like you know sometimes feedback will come but like generally like the trans person who's your friend doesn't want to lose you from their life like if they're bringing stuff up with you it's because they care about you and like I think that listening to that stuff can be hard but yeah that's sort of just something that can come up um Yeah, and just kind of, like, go out there and read about stuff and, like, educate yourself on, like, not only, like, trans issues, because what even are trans issues is such a big question, but educate yourself on racism and imperialism and the way in which racism affects trans people of colour. Educate yourself on misogyny and trans misogyny. And, um, yeah, again, because radio is not the best medium for... um, specific resources i'll post resources on on that the 3cr page um green the air page and the facebook page and yeah um hooray um being trans um yeah and i don't know like if any of our guests had anything to add like go for it but also no pressure as well like yeah um yeah, um, I would also like to add to those really great points that um, you've pointed out is um, do, do remember that um, trans and gender diverse people are around. Um, doesn't matter where you go. It's just a matter of um, create, creating a safe space for trans and gender diverse people to be who they are. Um, and that would be, and that's a really important 
Um, and it will definitely send a strong message to transgender diverse people that, um, well, basically do um, work hard to ensure that your space is safe and it will, for example, having um, gender-neutral toilets instead of um, gendering toilets, um, asking people for pronouns before using their pronouns to refer to them using the names that they tell you instead of asking them for what their real name is. Mm. Um, mm. Really simple things can make a huge difference. Um, yeah, and also to understand that um, gender is a social construct and when we um, moved away from the Western notion of the Western concept of what gender is about and when we... Um, look into what gender is in various different cultures. We see that um, different cultures has different understanding as understanding about gender, and it's important to embrace and acknowledge that as well. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Eric, for adding those things. Yeah, those are really, really important central things. I think Thank to you. that discussion. Yeah, yeah, and what you're saying around like even stuff like things that might seem relatively low effort like having gender neutral bathrooms available and just asking about pronouns and stuff my god it makes a big difference doesn't it it's just less stressful yeah and that that point you were making you made so many amazing points but um the point you were making about we're kind of everywhere like we, we are everywhere beware so <laughs> um, yeah. yeah making making us feel like we can you know like feel safe in the spaces we are Oh, makes a yeah. huge difference. And also, like, we don't really carry a label around us, if that makes sense. So, like, for example, you, we can't, like, it's impossible to tell whether or not someone is trans or gender diverse or not. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, so it's important to be inclusive. All overall. the time. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah, that, that is such a good point. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't assume that someone isn't trans or gender diverse. Yeah. Um, so I think we might go to another track now. We're coming towards the end of the show. Oh my God. The hour always goes so quickly. Um, so this is night after sidewalk by Kaki King. Hi, everybody. You are on Queering the Air on 3CR Community Radio um, in the studio with Amy and Sasha. We had the most greatest guests. All our all our guests are great. Um, but we had Idol and Eric um, talking about Voice Fest. Um, they were fantastic. And the event sounds fantastic. Mm, so the event is actually, it's a whole day of bands and playing sports and other kind of creative pursuits they're going to have what was the wall thing they're going to have like a, um, wall, yeah like mural. a message mural yep yeah um they um they sort of um emphasize that everything except for um an organization that makes crepes and the proceeds of which go to um homeless youth all of the other activities everything's free um, I don't know if that means that there's other free food, but like all of the activities, all of the everything is free, which mm. I feel is like super important. Yeah, so it's 11 to 5 next Friday. Um, well, I've got it right in front of me somewhere. Ah, ah. I did have it. Um, oh, sorry. I've got it right here. So it is um, Friday the 18th of April, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Neal Street Reserve, Carlton. It's going to be a pretty all right time mm. is their tagline. And, um, yeah, so that's um, – 
sort of a lot of that stuff's been done through Drummond Street, which is a fantastic yeah. organisation. We were just talking before with um, together about how much we love Drummond Street. Um, so just before we go, because we've literally got like a minute left, I'm just going to quickly tell you guys about an event that's on tonight. It's um, a super cool sounding event. Um, and I don't know if this is just a coincidence, but it's like a trans-focused music festival and it's happening just after Trans Day of uh, visibility. So I'm assuming that that sort of might be connected. So the details, Transgenre 2016 is an eight-hour mini music festival featuring a variety of mind-blowing good trans and gender non-conforming musicians slash bands, poets, DJs and dancers from Melbourne and interstate. Come bear witness to all these amazing badass performances and yes, and support your siblings. Um, so it's 5pm to 1am on Sunday, the April 3rd, which is today. Um at Howler, Melbourne, which is wheelchair accessible. It's $10 unwaged, $20 waged, um, and they want you to book on Mosh Ticks. So I would say oh, get on Mosh Ticks. They're going to still be doing it. It starts at 5. Are they going to have tickets There, the there might be tickets on the door as well. Yeah, that would kind of be my assumption. Um, so there's going to be lots of really great acts performing. There's going to be a surprise act. Um <laughs> And, yeah, definitely get along to that if you possibly can. If you're on Facebook, it's 